Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. It's time to let go of negative thinking, understand why you do what you do, and stop the self-sabotage with your host, Fran Excel. Welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel, your resident subconscious success mentor, helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. If you want to stop self-sabotaging your own success and let go of the stress, then you are in the right place, my friend. Make sure you download your free Stressed to Success guided meditation at bit.ly forward slash stress to success as my little gift to you just for being here. Please do subscribe, share and review. It really, really helps people that need to hear this message find us and I so appreciate it. In the show notes, you'll also find details of how you can work with me and where you can get your mitts on my meditations, products, printables, programs. You can find it through the link in my bio on Instagram, which is my favorite place to hang out. So please do come join me over there at I'm Fran Excel. Tag me in your takeaways, slide into my DMs. I'm here for it. So that's the formalities over my love. So let's jump to the content. The power that one conversation just one, with the right person can have, can be so underestimated and undervalued and underutilized. So I wanted to talk about it today, consider us in a little slightly one-sided conversation right now. There are far too many people bottling things up, keeping things to themselves, trying to handle everything by themselves for fear of judgment from others, their own self-judgment of what reaching out to someone means. For example, you're weak or you can't cope. And that behavior usually makes perfect sense when you take a little look back over various dynamics from when you were growing up. It can be parents, siblings, teachers, peers. We learn reasons that it's not safe to talk about our issues for whatever reason that might be. It's incredibly common, incredibly common. It might be that you were always the one looking after people, so you deprioritized your own issues or thought there was no space for your own issues. It might be that you were taught you had to be strong for one, the strong one for whatever reason. Like so many things where it would make perfect sense why you'd learn not to share and you'd learn this behavior as a coping mechanism or a protection mechanism, right? And if you do take a look back, please, as always, remember to do it with compassion for yourself and not from a place of judgment, blame or shame. Curiosity is your friend here over judgment. Now for context, sharing my problems was something that always came very easily to me. Probably too much so. (laughs) I'm in Enneagram 6 too and I would always talk through my problems. It was how I processed. You know, I had other people because it helped me work it through in my mind and it always helped to say it out loud sometimes and also hear other people's perspectives. So this is why you always need to look at the nuance of any situation or behavior because the same behavior could be a result of totally different circumstances. We're all individuals and we all have to figure out our reasons for our programming. You don't even have to know the reasons to be able to identify the behavior and change it. I've just found that to be the quickest route to self-compassion and shifts in perspective for me and my clients too. So 
It can also shift based on your experiences later in life too, which is why I kind of wanted to talk about that today. I was in a situation for a long time where I felt like I couldn't share my problems or what was going on for me, whether that was in the situation itself or even to my friends and family. I couldn't share what was going on for me for shame, embarrassment, fear of judgment, various stories around how I, knowing what I know, should be able to handle it myself. All the things, right? So I didn't share. I kept it all in. And it was big stuff. And guess what? It was the worst thing I could have done. And I honestly feel like I lost myself in that way for a number of years. I'd keep everything to myself. And that stress and anxiety would build and build and build until the inevitable moments where you feel broken and like all hope is lost or you explosively react in a conversation with someone. All of the things that happen when we bottle up stress and anxiety and it builds to the point of no return, right? It's not fun. And I'm sure lots of you can relate to this. It's easily done. So for me, it was a behavior I unlearned due to circumstance and then have had to relearn. (laughs) I had to change my stories around it and I had to put myself out there to change the pattern and make sharing safe again. And if it's a brand new behavior for you, it will absolutely feel tricky at first to put yourself out there and say, hey, can I talk to you? I have some stuff going on. A, A huge one for me was reaching out to people that I'd lost touch with saying, hey, I'm struggling at the moment. Would you be open to meeting up? You know, that kind of thing. It's a big thing to be able to do. You have to feel very brave and vulnerable in those moments. But you also got to remember that the people on the other side of your behavior create stories too. So this really does work both ways. So you might be thinking that your strong friend not reaching out means that they're totally fine when they really might not be. This is another reason why I'm always reaching out to my friends and sending little love notes and just saying, hey, you're good. You might think the person that you want to reach out to you, not reaching out to you, might mean that they're being selfish or that they don't care about you when actually they have their own stuff going on. So don't allow the story to take over. Ask yourself, what else could be going on? What is another potential possible story here? You know, because we tend to protect ourselves and assume the worst of people. But more often than not, there's an explanation and being vulnerable yourself to say, hey, are you all right? Instead of just going straight to anger, hurt or cutting someone off going, fine, you haven't contacted me. (laughs) Sodger. (laughs) You know, there are also moments where we might isolate ourselves. Sometimes it can feel like you're incredibly lonely, but you also do not want to talk to or see anyone. And if I ever feel like this, like I did recently, because there's still quite the roller coaster going on in my world, where it feels like limbo at every turn sometimes. When I feel like this, I make a conscious effort and I do this quickly as well. I notice it, I recognize it, and then I make a conscious effort to reach out to people who feel safe to me because I know how quickly something can turn around with one conversation. So that's what I did. I reached out to my people and I said, hey, I'm struggling a bit at the moment. Have you got any time to talk or meet up? The trick is to know who your safe people are, right? 
it's easy to find excuses as to why you can't or why you don't have any of these people. When you're in self-preservation mode, you'll always find a really good rational reason not to do something that's good for you. But that's the trick sometimes, overriding what our unconscious patterns are telling us are good for us versus consciously knowing what's best for us. In the words of Brene Brown, there's immense power in vulnerability. And you're 100% allowed human moments, as I'm always saying. But with anything, you have to start small and allow the pattern of safety to build up in your brain and nervous system. And off the back of of me reaching out to a few people, I had a great week. (laughs) I met up with two friends, I had conversations with another two, and I felt totally, totally different, right? But you have to build that safety up in your brain and nervous system to know that you can do that. And that might be reaching out to one friend to start off with. It might be a counsellor or a therapist. It might be a free service offered by charities like the Samaritans or Mind. But allow yourself to build up the experiences and the evidence about being honest and vulnerable with someone and how much that helps. The worst thing we can do is allow it to sit there and grow when it really, really doesn't have to. One conversation has the power to completely shift your mood, your emotions, your perspective. One conversation can find you a solution when you couldn't see one before. One conversation can make you feel validated. One conversation can help you breathe a sigh of relief or have a much needed release. One conversation can change everything in an instant. One conversation can bring you that opportunity that you've been searching for. You just have to be brave and vulnerable and take that first step. That one conversation can create new possibilities that weren't there before. It could get you everything that you ever wanted. One conversation can ease your pain. One conversation can show you all the stories you created to fill in the blanks in your own head aren't true. And one conversation can bring you closer to someone. And I'm sure you're listening to this thinking of a ton of conversations you'd like to have and for whatever reason, you may have stopped yourself. Communication really is everything. It really is the key to having what you want. You know, and I'm not talking necessarily material things, although obviously that helps. I mean, how do you want to feel? Yes, it won't always go your way. Yes, there might be a little heartbreak or disappointment to contend with from time to time. But you will learn hugely valuable lessons along the way which make you bigger and better every single time. And be honest with yourself, what's the alternative? What is not reaching out or being brave going to get you? Probably not much better than more of the same, right? Honesty and communication is a winning combination And it can really, really just take one conversation to just shift everything. So if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and start changing things for yourself, then join the Positive Pants Toolkit app and community so you can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action-taking success you know you can be. And if you want my eyes and ears on your problems, then I work with people one-on-one and through my programs. You can find all the details to join the toolkit or book in a call in the show notes, the link in my bio and Instagram, and on my website, franexcel.com. 
So stop waiting for if and when and choose to change things now because you can. I'm here to believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. And as always, I hope you found this helpful and I'll see you next week. Bye.